Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of the Waffle Press Movie Hangouts. It's Talk All Monsters, the return of, of our Talk All Monsters show in the lead up to Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me is my co-host, Gina Versa. Hey, how you doing? This is uh, Gene. Good to uh, be with you. It was um, sorry you couldn't make it last 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 recording. You were uh, you were kind of knocked out. Yeah, yeah. I got that second COVID vaccine. The first one barely hurt me. Second one took me out for a couple of days, but I'm back. I'm re-energized. I'm ready to 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 rip my mask off. No, just kidding. No, Everyone no. Still, still still wear your masks. Remember, the vaccine is to protect us now. Doesn't yes. protect you against variants. And uh, we still need to do our best to take care of each other because apparently no one else is. But yeah, do your that's part. okay. Yeah, do your do your part. I'm doing my part. Um, but it's without like the a, it's propaganda. like a starship, starship troopers. I'm yeah, but without part. the fascist propaganda. Uh, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Great film, great film, great satire. Uh, but also talk about great things today. We're we're talking about some Godzilla and Kong comics. Uh, thank you to. To legendary pictures and the the legendary comics team, uh, specifically Sarah Jarvis and Tracy Brown, who, uh, thanks to Gene, was able to reach out and get us some copies of um, these early comics. First up is, I guess you want to talk about Kingdom Kong first. Yeah, yeah, we could go Kingdom Kong because um, yeah, I think uh, you know, I think uh, that would that's probably the best one to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, really quick, the titles are Kingdom Kong and godzilla dominion yeah uh, these are these are the lead-ups to the godzilla godzilla versus kong film so these are like kind of early sneak peeks and i also want to say that if you don't want to know anything about the movies going in don't listen to this episode come back after right. because and it does tee up some stuff and we will reference things that might pop up in the film right and i just want to say it comes out on march uh, March 30th is when it ships and you could expect those in however however you buy books yeah yeah so go support local comic shops if you can um but yeah Kingdom Kong because King Kong is still kind of <laughs> a, a weird legal matter that uh, I guess so huh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That people um, can't really get into but yeah no I I really enjoyed this like the graphic novel um I really enjoyed the um the artwork in it in I was really impressed with um a lot of because I've read um I believe I've read all the prequels from Legendary for each of their um each of their like um from their out from their um from their publishing house whenever they do you know the Monsterverse I read the Godzilla Aftershock I've always been impressed by the art it, it reminds me of like Art Adams or um I forgot that artist who did like he did a big like dinosaur graphic novel. It's escaping me, but um, yeah, this the artwork was like pretty good. They capture kaiju's and everything really well, so just gotta throw that out there. Yeah, I like the monster artwork on both of these comics. We're yes. gonna talk about actually uh, the human ones. I'm a little iffy on this one. It's a personal preference. I don't I don't like the the kind of rotoscope look on the people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's bad. It's it's not something I prefer for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the artwork was done by Zid. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just it's just the, the one name, like McLovin. Um, but very very talented writer, uh, artist clearly uh, written by Marie Anello. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I have mixed feelings about this comic, if I'm being honest. And as many people know, I kind of hopped off comics generally. Right. I maybe once in a while I'll pick stuff up, but like. I was interested to see what I would think about this comic in particular. And yeah. I, I actually found it 
odd for the first half because it's like I, I think this is a problem stemming from the movie universe on these actually because I don't know what Kong's deal is until later and the the whole thing with Kong is that he wants to protect living things and right. it's not it's like they kind of had to retroactively build that into this version of Kong in this comic and so I like where it how it found its footing in that mm-hmm. but I did get the sense that they were kind of struggling with like what is Kong's deal oh, in this yeah. universe you know a little bit um and I was I was just gonna add um like it, at least you know it feels like Kong has like a like a personality like he has like a lot of like you know it feels like like a character though and um you know because I really appreciate I guess for the monster verse just for the for the for the monsters as well they try to give them arcs which is pretty cool yeah yeah i I don't know if i i don't know if i agree with that i think this kong suffers from not having a personality honestly Um, but i I felt that he at least had like a thematic purpose here right yeah because i was gonna say um i appreciated like the humans like the human pilot um that you know that character and just kind of like the kind of the the monarch team where um in the early part of the comic they're kind of talking how they're all kind of like they were affected by the kaijus like they all lost someone like you know someone says that they lost their their mom during san francisco like they wish they got them um the you know another pilot says that they they uh they they lost their team because of a kaiju attack like that's that's really potent potent you know like like look at kind of where we are now like you know what you know some people that lost um people over covid like it really i don't know kind of hits home i get I, I would say yeah i i'm into that like that world building i think the world building across both of these is really strong actually mm-hmm. and it's like the most um most interesting aspect of this comic for me yeah uh, to talk about a little bit about the the monsters and the animation so one of the cut monsters from the actual Kong Skull Island film was like this tiger uh, with with like a deer antlers. It looks very like Miyazaki inspired. Yeah, it really And did. it makes an appearance at the beginning of this comic. And at the end of these of these graphic novels, they also have like monarch style like infographics about the monsters and stats mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So if you're a big like nerd like me, you'll love it because I loved it. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah, that's that was really that was really cool. Yeah, that was yeah, so, like uh, some of the monsters have like official like names like Titanus, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the tiger one is just called Spirit Tiger, which although it has Tigris Spiritus as the cryptozoological classification, mm-hmm. um, which is just a nerdy thing that I really like. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was like yeah, I. Like I just love like the the world building that they did, and there's like different like it's almost like a like a Pokemon index. You remember that from Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like, actually like something I want to see more of. Like if the <laughs> if these movies are done after Godzilla versus Kong, um, we'll see, right? Hope I, I like them mostly, so like I'd like to see them continue. But if they are, maybe just continue them like this because this is like a fun way to like kind of keep tabs in the universe, you know? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a fun way to, to have fun with the comic format. Right. You know, something you um, can't do in the movies, so to right. speak. Yeah. And then I guess um just going more into the plot stuff, um, kind of a disclaimer, right? Oh yeah. Again, the disclaimer, don't want to know anything about Godzilla versus Kong going in. 
just tap out now <laughs> enjoy the ride hopefully fingers crossed we're excited so right yeah, enjoy exactly yeah because i was just going to say the way this kind of sets up kong in uh, godzilla versus or excuse me God, kong versus godzilla is um pretty interesting like um they're just like setting up like where skull island is um you see that uh, monarch has still been monitoring kong they have uh, Brooks from uh, Congress Skull, or excuse me, Kong Skull Island. He's he's there. He's you know we saw him in King of the Monsters where he has like he's pretty much like not the head of Monarch, but he's pretty up there. You know he's like mm -hmm. worked his way up, which is cool to see like a progression of the character, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know he's he sees Kong after like forty or something years. He's like, my God, you got so big. <laughs> you know Kong Kong's a big boy now. Like um, as we were saying in the. The previous Taco Monsters episode with our friend, with our friend of the show, Brandon Patrizzo, where the explanation how Kong got so big and he was uh, surprised was because Kong was a teen in Skull Island. Now he's an adult. He's like three times bigger. You grow, you know, grow as a grow as he comes. So it's cool to just see like people like in that universe, like noticing that, explaining that kind of like the logic to it, which, you know, that's a good explanation. He's just he's just older, you know. Mm hmm. Uh, I also like the continued metaphor of like climate change mm -hmm. that they got going on with this universe um, where like, you know, Skull Island is Kong's home, but it's also uh, noted several times that like maybe he can't live here anymore. Like yeah. maybe it's not okay for him to live here anymore because there's a big storm coming. And it's also kind of like represented by another kaiju that appears called uh, Kamazots, which is a from a reference to Mexican folklore about the, oh. a bat god of I, I didn't know that death, so. life, sacrifice. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. It's it's like a real thing. You look up Camazots, you're gonna get a picture of Mexican Batman, and you realize <laughs> where Bob Kane maybe got inspired from yeah, back in the or 1920s, just, or just stole because Bob Kane does that, or just, or just stolen because white people do that. Well, no, but yeah, uh, that's where Bill that Finger, comes from. Or Bill Finger has a lot more to do with Batman's creation. Ah, gotcha. yeah, throwing it out there, yeah. That's All right. thing, but that's not here nor there. But mm -hmm. I was also gonna say, um, I love the explanation, like, like, because uh, you know, going off of climate change and how, like, um, as we saw in King of the Monsters, like Godzilla is like, pretty much all the kaiju's are like repairing the damage around the world. Like Godzilla, whenever he passes by, he leads to like just resurgence of like, like vegetation, wildlife, things like that, like helping the planet. And then oh, I love, I love that it was so cool where it's like they say like that storm. King Ghidorah, whenever he was passing through and bringing that storm with him, that's not going away. That's still there, mm -hmm. and that's like moving to like Skull Island, and it's causing the 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 island to be like almost more um, like uh, dangerous for people to enter. For that, you know, endangering the the island itself. Yeah, and uh, we we see like a, a mass evacuation of the indigenous population of of the Skull Island inhabitants, and that I'm really glad you brought that up because it's like this idea of change, you know, like climate change is, is bad because of the, the effects it's gotten us here. Yes. The concept of change apart from climate isn't inherently a bad thing. You know, as you grow up, you get older, you know, you're going to go through growth spurts and stuff like that. And as a teenager, it's like, it's hard, you know, it's hard on like your, your physiology and your like psychology. And so that's happening to like the planet. And I like right. that this universe uh, in all its little pockets has at least done a good job of explaining like yeah, change can be like a beautiful thing like we've seen with the vegetation and stuff like that but like look what had to happen for that to come back 
right like that's yeah. not like a good thing the change doesn't have to be bad but how they get there might might be a big struggle and this comic right. is kind of like teeing us up for that eventual conflict on the big screen mm-hmm. so I, I found that pretty compelling actually yeah, even very... though i wasn't super into it at first right yeah was, i thought that was just really just insightful mm-hmm. yeah you know just gotta take care of the planet was, yeah i mean it takes care of us it gives yeah. us breathe, breathable air you know what more can you ask for like no other planets do that yeah. <laughs> you know um but mm-hmm. yeah i i was um i was a big fan of the scrap novel yeah, I um I, I didn't really get a grasp on the human characters, honestly. Okay. I, I think there's like stuff that that could be interesting. I just um I don't know, I didn't I didn't really get find an in for myself, you know what I okay. mean? No, so no. um I, I, I think only a couple of these are even gonna appear in the film. Rebecca Hall. Rebecca, oh, Rebecca Hall's Hall. character. Yeah. Dr. Eileen oh, Andrews is in here. Okay. And okay. I thought that was like, okay. So because some, you know, you got to acknowledge that some tie in comics are very much like cash grabs, you know, they're not like a lot of effort put into this. And I felt that this at least had enough material to pull from that. It kind of it, it merits a purchase. At least, you right, know? Yeah, it, which it, I was it, like uh, when, when, when you talked to me about doing this for the show, I was like, fingers crossed. And right, uh, right. I, I enjoyed my time reading it. And that's more than I expected, quite frankly. Yeah. So good. Good job. Yeah, um, I guess that leads us to the next graphic novel, Godzilla Dominion. Yeah, Godzilla Dominion, the official sequel to uh, King of the Monsters. Oh, and a quick shout out to that. What I thought was really cool in both of these graphic novels, um, the after you open the little book, uh, we we got digital copies. Yeah. So I don't know how it's going to be physically, but when we open the digital files, it's the the, the front cover, and then they have like an insignia to represent the different monsters. So for Kong, it's like his paw print, which I thought was really cool. And then for Godzilla, it's like his scratch marks. And I, just little touches like that give yeah. it like this character, you know, and this flavor. Yeah, I mean, like it's um, just looking at all the marketing for the film, like, you know, that's kind of like an art form in itself. I'm not sure if you remember like Nolan, someone asked him like, hey, like do you ever like want to learn want, like learn more about something? For movies like yeah i want to know more about marketing because it's like it really is like an art form right like you do graphic design. yeah 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 um it, it's you really have to consider like what, what you're doing like right now we're seeing a lot of like marketing kind of look very samey mm-hmm. and very like uh like disney like you, you're starting the... to learn like see like the fonts that people are using and they're all very similar godzilla versus kong respect to them for like standing out and you know at, at the time of this recording i'm seeing that it's the biggest box office hit like during the pandemic and people yeah, are quite frankly surprised I, over 128 million yeah i was in I the was international reading. box office already like, that's crazy that's, well you know that's, um, that kind of like i guess that you know that's good because it you know shows like you know after this is done this is safe and you know it's safe safe like to go to the movies like you know say in uh, like china right Mm-hmm. like they they have it locked you know they lock down they're they're distributing the vaccine like you know it shows like the strength of like the movie theater not you know i mean like you know box office you know obviously you know like that's how you count money but um just like the desire of people like to, to escape you know to get away to like go to the movies again i think that's that's pretty like wonderful you know yeah and the fact that like Look, regardless of whether or not people are interested in like actually Congress Godzilla, people want to go to the movies and then people want to experience stuff. So 
that whole debate we were having last decade about like will movie theaters last like it'll be fine yeah it'll be fine they'll be fine that's not yeah it's more complicated than that but it'll be fine be careful just just keep people safe and that's all the cast for yeah and uh but to spring back to the comic really quick you mentioned like how marketing is like an art form in and of itself and like yeah it, it it is because you have to incorporate like designs you want to draw people's attention but you also want to inform them of a story uh, and with blockbusters everything has to be locked down in secrecy basically mm-hmm. so you have to inform people of a story that maybe even the marketing team doesn't know yeah you know? yeah i mean look at endgame where i think for endgame that first row is only like the first act and they probably gave them and there was maybe like one shot from the third act but that was it yeah uh fun fact for that that endgame trailer it's the first 15 minutes and then there's one shot of them walking to the time machine that you don't know is the time machine yet. Mm-hmm. That's like that's, it. So, you know, that's, that is impressive. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, for the yeah. graphic novel, I, I was really enjoying it. Um, you know, I'm a big Godzilla fan, obviously. Look at my background. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that, you know, it's just covered. It's just, it's solely on Godzilla, you know? I mean, there's not, not a lot of, like, speech bubbles obviously because he doesn't talk he talked in one movie he talked in one movie if you remember that do you remember no which one is that godzilla versus gigan all right now i'm gonna have to tell you the scene because it's like the guy the one with the blade in the stomach yeah right? he's like yeah, yeah okay he's, then yes. he's, i don't know yes. what he is he's like a bug no that's megalon so godzilla versus gigan there's and a difference in the american one and then the japanese one in the american one he's chilling with angiris and they hear like Ghidorah or something and they're like they they have like a voice actor like dub them because they're like 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 doing that and mm-hmm. the voice actor like for Godzilla is like hey Angiris do you hear that he's like yeah and they're like adding all this like like weird like um not yeah I guess like ADR they're adding weird growly sounds to them how them talking and it's like the cutest weirdest thing ever it's just they're two they're two bros that are just that's Godzilla's bro Angiris um you know they're just hanging and chilling and he's like all right let's let's go man like like when you and me hang out like hey do you want to go go somewhere I'm like all right dude um and then the japanese one so basically they just add like uh word bubbles to it like speech speech balloons saying the same thing so it's kind of neat just throwing that out there godzilla versus gigan i think it's on hbo max so a lot of them are on hbo max mm-hmm. and for some reason a lot of them turn out to be like either in the public domain or mm-hmm. available freely so if you're able not not even through like skeevy means i'm just saying they're out there so yeah it's on crack watch as much as you can no crackle there you go yeah i love crackle um but yeah just this is just uh centered on godzilla and it's really cool because it just shows godzilla has the crown he has like this the main seat at the table and now it's just him protecting his like his like his his title you know Mm -hmm. he just all he does now is like he's like a heavyweight so he's like mike tyson (laughs) mike tyson in the 90s and he's like you know it's like no one's gonna knock me out like i'm i'm the better he's like muhammad ali it's like i'm the greatest like mm-hmm. i'm king of the monsters dude like come at me like i don't care you know it's like i took down Ghidorah, you know so i yeah. thought that that's just cool you know like just the fact like like the way they made this role it's like yeah he's king of the monsters like he's godzilla you know uh, i love him yeah uh, art by drew edward johnson written by greg keys i'm not familiar with either of their work but um I loved this comic. Yeah. I loved it. I was blown away by how much I liked this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is fantastic. I, I mean, some of the, there's little moments in like some of the art 
where I'm like, this is like a, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to convey or like, here's like a weird angle, but it perfectly captured the story about Godzilla just getting in the, the Godzilla mindset about how it has to protect the earth, mm-hmm. less so about protecting individuals like Kong. So you find this perfect balance between the two. And I was, I was head over heels. I had a blast reading this one. Yeah. You told me beforehand when you, um, when we were going to these comics, you were like, yeah, the Kong one's a, a quick read. It was, but the I Godzilla, like breezed Godzilla one is, through the yeah. Godzilla one. Yeah, the Godzilla one was a quick, quicker read. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. love this. We get to catch yeah. up with some of the, the kaiju from the end of, of uh, King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. That weird tick spider um, thing with the there's tentacles. Like, yeah, there's mam- uh, the, the mammoth one. Uh, uh, blinking on his name. Here, I'll pull it up right now. Sure. I'll, I'll clip this real quick yeah, at yeah. the end. You see him? Yeah, I, I love that like, kaiju too. He's just a big boy mammoth. Titanus Behemoth. Behemoth, yeah. Yeah. So we see Behemoth and like just what's going on with him because they're all like, I love like how thought out all the monsters are, you know, just like just so like neat and cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just they have all their personalities. Like that was the coolest scene at the end of King of the Monsters. They just bow down to him because it's like, yeah, he's a king. Um, yeah. I wish, yeah, I wish we saw, wish we could see Rodan again. I don't know, who knows? Well, maybe we'll see, we will. Yeah, is that like a Toho rights thing, maybe? Um, well, no, like, no, they have they have the rights to Rodan, okay? Yeah, because that that did like it's not a problem, but I was like, I want to see Rodan again. Like, the Rodan yeah. sequence in King of the Monsters was like the most fun I had in the theater that year because yeah. I was just like, holy shit, it and, was awesome uh, in IMAX, and, but and I guess. Yeah, I miss uh, them. Rodan is canonically uh, Mexican. Yeah, it was a Mexican. Getting some uh, some Latinx representation in these monster movies. Hell yeah! (laughs) Yeah, he's our native uh, native bird now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Go Rodan. Um, But but the comic is is so good. It's so minimalist. I wish Mm -hmm. the art was a little more minimalist. But I also am glad that it's like. It's just constant splash pages almost, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I just, I want to make like a poster of like everything. <laughs> Put it up in my yeah. room. Uh, it, I need to buy that Congress. This was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was um, great. Yeah, I, I wish more. I, I want every Godzilla comic to just be this silent, almost like, uh, uh, like a, a silent just saga of like this monster unable to find like a personal domain in the world anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. It's almost like no country for old Godzilla. Yeah, you know, I was I just bought the 4K um, of the of Godzilla, uh, the 2014, which is you know it's amazing 4K, mm-hmm. like the transfer, like all the colors look brighter. But yeah, just kind of like going back to that movie, um, I was enjoying it more knowing where Godzilla goes in the next couple movies in like this world. So yeah, just like they've like had Godzilla pretty consistently throughout the this universe. So. Yeah, which is nuts because it's separate writing teams too. Mm-hmm. Although Dowerty yeah. did help out with uh, Godzilla versus Kong, so that's right. That's right. We love Mike Dowerty. We stand. Hell yeah! That's, well, I, I don't stand anyone, but fantastic filmmaker. Yeah. I, I'll I'll fight for his King of the Monsters for sure. Yeah, which is great. Uh, and, and you brought up the 2014 Godzilla, but I guess announcement will be given uh, doing a giveaway for our Godzilla versus Kong episode. So stay tuned for yeah. more information on that. You could get the digital code for my uh, for my 4K Blu-ray. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if you want it. Yeah, I don't I don't need to have it. I don't I just like physical copies, guys. So you know, have at it. No, there there you go. There, there it is. But uh I, I want to talk a little bit more about this one because yeah, it, we... it, the problem is it is a little minimalist. So it's like how much more could you like say about it? You know, it's not great for like a discussion, but I don't know. I, I was so like engaged with the 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 drawings and the little thought bubbles i guess like this omniscient perspective about uh the, the king of the monsters like i i would love a godzilla movie like this i know that won't happen and i'm not someone to complain about the human perspective in these movies at all i thought king of the monsters was actually really good at that and i might be the only one who thought that but mm-hmm. like i i want to see more uh it reminded me of dawn of the planet of the apes you know where you open with like the 15 minutes of the ape footage and they're just yeah. signing to each other. Yeah. There's no human dialogue spoken. That's yet. like, that was almost like 2001, <laughs> you know, like that reminded me of that. Um, uh, yeah. I, that was like one of my favorite sequences. I, I just love stuff like that where it's just very creative and like just neat, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you mentioned that these were basically pretty spoilery for, uh godzilla versus kong coming up i i don't think they're that spoilery but they do set up um i guess the the title fight yeah it really so to speak yeah so i I think this is a a really i think this one's much better at being a standalone purchase the godzilla dominion Mm -hmm. but it also does bring him to the hollow earth beneath skull island right at the end yeah well i believe that was like hinted at in the monsters because he's using the tunnels to to get around Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um so yeah um yeah i would i would say buy it yeah i if you're a diehard i would say pick up kingdom kong uh i i would say anyone could pick up godzilla yeah. dominion and very, you'll get something out of it honestly very very uh approachable very like accessible so yeah um yeah i i, I liked it so much <laughs> yeah uh, so um, recommendations across the board i guess for these yeah, there you go um cool yeah and on that note do we have anything else to bring up for this episode gene uh we could go over really quick um uh one of the movies we wanted to recommend for um for uh to watch uh for king Con- or kong versus godzilla which was um i just saw recently was a. Uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, which was on HBO Max. Me and my roommate saw it. He never seen it before, and uh, I know you. I know you. You you've seen it, but I've seen I it just, before. But it, it had been a while. It had been, yeah, for sure. But no, I was like really enjoying this. Like I haven't seen it like since I was a kid. That was one of my favorite ones. I think I, I have that one on VHS. I found my VHSs of Godzilla, which is cool. This was this was really really fun. Like it's like a fun movie. Like the way it portrays like Godzilla, like the way people like look at Godzilla, his like public perception almost. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, and I love one of my favorite kaiju's. It has a uh, King Caesar. Do you remember him? Long neck, right? No, no, he's just um, he's like kind of like Mothra, where he's like a protector kaiju. Like people summon him by singing, like Mothra. But he's just a giant dog. Do you remember? He's just a big old dog. He's lovable. He's like yeah you know like he's just um like i want to pet him i want to like yes call i call him a good boy i, I remember him now I, I looked at the picture to make sure but yes i do remember him and um it, forgive me if i'm mistaken this is the one with the aliens 
right? Yeah. The, so like aliens, one of the first ones with the aliens that yeah, come in the picture. Kind of like they're like simian aliens and like they're controlling Mechagodzilla and trying to like take over the Earth. Yeah, because uh, that just happens in these films at some yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess might happen if these movies continue too, because like where else do you go? But whatever, you know, mm-hmm. why not? Um, I have this on VHS somewhere. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact, but I ha- I haven't seen it in many many moons. Mm-hmm. Um, Mecha Godzilla is one of the greatest designs in all of kaiju mm-hmm. history. Maybe, you can't really maybe, go wrong with it. Yeah, maybe we'll see him again. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. not. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, some people probably know, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I love I love Mechagodzilla. Like Mechagodzilla is like one of my favorite because it's just um, that's such a great like Toho concept. It's like it's Godzilla, but he's a robot version of Godzilla. You know, like isn't that like just neat? You know, like as we were talking about King Kong escapes, like there's Kong and then there's Mecha Kong. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's like an easy counterpoint to uh to the King of the Monsters. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like a more grounded version could probably do something interesting like thematically with that yeah. too versus yeah. just uh it was aliens no. <laughs> for sure but hey um, we'll see but yeah i would say check this out on hbo max because it's just, it's a fun movie my roommate loved it you know just watching it you feel like a kid again so that's just that's just a great feeling right now yeah so there you go add that to your list of, of pre godzilla versus kong films uh don't forget the, the Godzilla Dominion and Kingdom Kong are released March 30th in the lead up to Godzilla vs. Kong March 31st. Uh, so check them out from your local comic book stores if you can or get them digitally. Uh, they're both tons of fun, but I, I love Godzilla Dominion. So highest recommendation from someone who has been generally bored by, by big comic book stuff. Um, Gene, on that note, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, G9892. Please follow me there and you could hear my monster thoughts. And you could find me at the Diego Crespo and check out the Waffle Press on Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Patreon. We can get early access to other stuff like Legend of Korra retrospective coming up soon. King Kong, uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong retrospective and all of our other coverage for the Snyder Cut. And of course, Godzilla vs. Kong yeah. uh, later this week. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we're, we're even closer. And uh, on that note, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We have been professionally unprofessional. professional.